At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated hand-cooked Dynapro AT2 Extreme. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. All right, we're keeping an eye on uh, baseball being played. Hoops, at least the first game of the day in the bag as the Bucks get the win. Man, that was an early game. But, I mean, I guess, look, if you, you know, like if you're Milwaukee, you're like, ah, it's 4 o'clock 
and we're done for the day, right? Go back, get treatment. Like there, there are parts to it which are really, really good and very, very helpful. Uh, we have more games upcoming. Um, the Blazers will take on the Lakers. This will be game four. Would have been in Portland as the Lakers have a two games to one lead. And uh, their lead analyst is a good friend. He was an excellent player. He's terrific at what he does for the Blazers. He's Lamar Hurd. He joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. And Lamar, before we get to the Lakers series, I know that there were some backups and some dysfunctional groups that Portland was playing against, but uh, to, to have called all these Portland games all year long and to see what Lillard did to kind of carry this team into the playoffs, what was that like? It was a, it was a wild ride, Doug. It was kind of a continuation of the regular season because you might remember during the regular season, he had that historic run where over the course of six games, he's averaging 48 points. He made 49 three-point shots, which was the most in NBA history over a six-game span. And he was shooting the ball with tremendous efficiency. I mean, he was plus 40% from the three-point line. From the field, he was over 50%. He was just, he was unguardable. And there was a segment of the season there where he was the best player in the NBA. Um, so he has found a way to tap back into that throughout the bubble and put the team on his back. And, and for people who don't fully understand, being able to just at least make it to the playoffs is a really big deal for Damian because he sees that as, as one of his first responsibilities as the franchise leader, um, to give his team a chance at the postseason. And aside from his rookie season, he's been there every season. And so, you know, he's, he's the person that always talks about the, the welfare of his teammates, um, his coach being retained, um, his, his general manager, president of basketball operations, those guys continue to be employed. And so he sees it as his responsibility to always make sure the organization is winning and in position uh, for those people to retain jobs, to be happy in the city of Portland. So it's been, it's been a wild ride, man, to see him get back into that mode that he was in in the regular season and, and really raise that level. Uh, I didn't like the matchup. I thought they'd be out of gas when they got to the Lakers. Obviously, they jump up and win game one. What, before the series began, what did you think of the matchup? I, I did not like the Laker matchup without Trevor Ariza being involved because these two teams played three times in the regular season. In the first two games, they were at Moda Center. Portland had a home court advantage. However, the Lakers overwhelmed the Blazers with their size in the front line, and also uh, there was no good matchup for LeBron James, which is the case for a lot of teams. And it's also the case for a lot of teams across the league that they get overwhelmed by the Lakers' front line. However, in the third matchup between the two, it was at Staples Center. It was the first game after Kobe's unfortunate passing. And the Blazers went in there and took care of business. And two main reasons for that, uh, Damian Lillard had 48 points, and that was during that time when he was playing out of his mind. But also, Trevor Ariza, this was his first time with the Blazers in the matchup versus the Lakers. He was able to defend LeBron in a way where LeBron wasn't always able to gain advantages. You know, Doug, as well as anyone, LeBron, one of the best passers the NBA has ever seen. A lot of times he's looking to find a teammate more than he's looking to go to his own shot. And so what Trevor Ariza allowed the Blazers to do in that specific matchup was don't overhelp. And half of the time, don't even send help. And so LeBron was never able to gain that advantage. And the Blazers were able to match up with them. Also, Winyan Gabriel 
for the Blazers started in that game, and he started out guarding Anthony Davis. So that was the first matchup where the Blazers had enough length and size and athleticism to deal with the Lakers' front line. It resulted in a win. So fast forward to this playoff matchup, I felt like the Blazers had a competitive chance because, honestly, with the way Dame is playing and things that he's able to do, you always feel like there's a chance there. But I did not like the matchup from the standpoint of no Trevor Ariza to try to somewhat offset the greatness of LeBron James. But even with all that, um, Blazers still have a chance. I think the game tonight is extremely critical, and the team knows that and will approach it as such. What what, what have the Lakers done to, to limit after Game 1, really? And even most of Game 1 before he got loose at the end of Game 1, what, what have they done to him? To Damian? Yeah. Yeah, well, so you might have seen this in the last game. Uh, um, Kyle Kuzma was kind of playing like a free safety right. at, at certain points in the game. I mean, he's just standing there not guarding anybody. And so they're just stacking a defender behind the primary defender. And, um, you know, they, a, a lot of people <laughs> try to implement certain defensive game plans, but if you don't have the personnel to do it, then it doesn't matter. The Lakers, they, they have enough. They, they have some guards and even Caruso, uh, Danny Green, that can body you up a little bit, get physical. Um, I don't think either one of those guys are quick enough one-on-one to deal with Damian, but they have, they have the personnel in the back line to make things difficult once Dame beats his man. Um, so I, I expect him uh, to figure out a way around that so he can at least just get good looks. But also, it, it's going to come down to other people making shots. Like, there's a reason there's only one champion. Everybody doesn't have a, an answer to everything. So sometimes teams throw something at you that you just don't have the personnel or, or whatever the case may be to beat in this specific series. So it's going to be the Blazers' challenge. Uh, but the Lakers, I'm sure, feel confidently like they, they have enough to uh, – to kind of put the Blazers away with the game plan that they have instilled. Um, what do you think of the Lakers now having, I mean, I know you've seen them in the regular season. Now that you've seen them uh, against the Blazers here for the last three games and you've seen them in the bubble, what's your opinion of, of their team? I think they are a championship team. I, I felt that way coming into the season once they got Anthony Davis. Like I, I've had a chance to see Anthony Davis already in a playoff series against the Blazers, and uh, he's one of the players that I, I do watch closely. He, he's very, very good. Like, there, there really isn't anything he can't do on either end of the floor. A lot of times it's a mindset thing for him of how dominant he wants to be. And um, I would still say LeBron James is, is the best player in the league right now, the guy like you would want for a playoff and championship run. And uh, Damian Lillard would tell you the same thing. Dame said that he felt like LeBron is the MVP of the season. So I, I just think with their size and that front line, like they, they have enough to compete well against anybody. However, you know, they, they face a team that, that matches up really well with them uh, size-wise, like the Blazers were able to do in the regular season. Uh, like, you know, if you look down the road and if the Lakers are able to advance and then, you know, make it to the championship round and they're facing a team like Toronto on the other side who have five that can deal with them, they're going to have to make shots because they, they their shot makers are, are, are wildly inconsistent. But when they are making the shots, oh, man, they, they're a load to deal with. Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. What do you think's wrong with the Clippers? Man, I really don't know. I, <laughs> I generally... I generally don't don't uh, uh, I guess get in people's business that 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 don't deal with me. So um, I, I mean, I you know we can watch on the outside, kind of look at looking from outside in, and, and make the assumptions. I mean, like one thing that just is glaring is is Paul George's 
um, inconsistency and just poor play. But but to kind of answer the question, why is that? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's just basketball. I'm not sure if the guy's just in his head. Um, I don't know what it is, but they, they haven't had consistent lineups all throughout the year. You know, like even coming into the Orlando games, Doc Rivers said they only practiced three times together as a team. And I know they're one of those teams where you just kind of put everybody together and it, it seems like all the pieces fit and you just go, you know, you roll it out. But um, I don't know if they overestimated that or maybe were a little overconfident in how they thought this would all work. But whatever the case is, uh, it's clearly uh, not looking great. However, I'm sure they're not going to overreact. And they're going to look at a game like even last night and say, well, you know, we lost on a buzzer beater and, you know, maybe didn't play our best basketball, our second best player in, in Paul George was was a no-show, and it took a, a buzzer beater. But then Dallas says, well, we didn't even have Porzingis. So um, it's at this time where each team kind of uh, has to fall back on whatever the work that they put in and whatever they think they have to bring to the table. But, man, I I, I don't know. I, I do not know. It's, uh, it's all speculation on, on my part right now. But I do think that um, the Clippers, they have as much talent as anyone, and they are one of those teams that can snap out of a funk, and uh, if they do, then it's going to be trouble for the rest of the league. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think of Luca? I mean, he, he's a guy that people mm-hmm. are now saying top five in the league. Obviously, that was an otherworldly second-half performance. What's your opinion? Lamar Hurd joining us, lead analyst for the Portland Trailblazers, former player in his own right. Um, what, what are your thoughts on Luca? Uh, I, I like Luca. I like him a lot. I know there's a video surfacing on social media today um, of showing former analysts talking about Luca and, and Damian Lillard. That's the way I saw it. Dame uh, retweeted it yeah. uh, and, and kind of said LOL to it. But it was people kind of downplaying Luca's ability. And so I, I thought even going back then, um, just knowing the league he played in overseas, um, that that the dude is for real. Because because I understand overseas basketball just like you do. You know, like everybody. Like, we know that everything overseas is an equal. You know, like, uh, fourth division in um, Greece is not uh, the ACB, you know, things of that nature. So just knowing the pedigree, I thought that he would succeed. I did not know he was this good because I didn't watch him. So I never got a chance to actually see what it is he brings to the table. Uh, but just knowing he was the MVP of the EuroLeague and all that, I thought he'd be promising. But but not like this, man. I. I've, I've had games uh, where it's, it's the Blazers at Dallas and Luca. I've seen him just just take over a game, hit game winners, take big shots. He's not afraid of anything. Uh, he's multifaceted. He has great size for the position. Like he's a lot to deal with. Now I I don't know, you know what he's like when the going gets tough. You know, so like I know there were reports this past year where there were a couple games that Luca didn't play well. Um, and or the Mavs laws, and then he didn't show up for media responsibilities. You know, like, I don't know what goes into that for him. I don't know if there was something he had to attend to or if it was just poor attitude and I don't want to face the music after, uh, you know, a bad game. So those are the things about him I still don't know. But on the court and his ability, man, I I mean, he's showing it. I mean, there's nothing he's showing that you need me to talk more about. The, the, the dude is big time. Did did Montrez need to apologize? Yeah, I think so. I do think so. Um, uh, only uh, because just because it's something that is said on courts, like you know, like again, this is one of those things that that you know, being in basketball at the levels you've been in, like you know, like certain things are said, 
and they're 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 widely accepted because the meaning of it is understood. Um, even even how bad it may sound on the surface. I, I I agree. So why does he need to like? I don't think anybody is really. It's like we want to be offended when he's not really in. I you know like I don't know like. This is I, I thought, this I thought is it was just this, trash talk. That's yep, all. Yep, and, and, and it was, but this is why I say he needed to apologize. Um, or, or I should say why I think he needed to apologize, because I don't know how Luca took that on the, on the, on the spot. So you might have taken it that way, but I don't know how Luca took it. So if Montrez also didn't know how Luca took it, I think that it's worthwhile going and issuing the apology. And then it's up to Luca to be able to say, oh, it's all good. I know that it's trash talk. I know you didn't mean anything. So it's just one of those things where I, I, I don't feel like he should apologize because the whole crowd on the outside is telling him he needs to go and do this. I think that's that's his decision. Um, and I think he made the right decision just to go out there and say, look, man, I said some stuff. I didn't mean for it to come off a certain way. So I just want to clarify and make sure it didn't come off this way. And if it did, I want you to understand where I was coming from. And then also, it's it's up to Luca if he wants to accept that or not. I don't think Luca is obligated to say, "Well, just because that's trash talk and that's you know that's the way it goes, then I'm going to accept it." I think both guys have had the right to uh, approach that situation how they felt was was best. But I, I do think it was a worthwhile apology. Lamar, great stuff, man. Love your work. Uh, can't wait Thank to you, hear man. can't hear what you what you got in store for us tonight. And thanks for joining us on Fox Sports Radio. Anytime. Appreciate you, Doug. All right. Lamar Hurd, super talented dude, does a great job. If you ever watch the Trailblazers, you're like, who's that guy who really knows a lot about hoop? He was a very good player at Oregon State back in the day. He's kind of climbed the ladder as an excellent, excellent broadcaster. All right. He, he had some thoughts on Paul George. I'll give you my thoughts on if it is time to be concerned about playoff P. That's next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporting handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Let me just say this to people who want to go after, like Rashad Phillips, who's a friend of mine, is a former great player at University of Detroit, and uh, he loves covering the NFL, uh, NBA draft. And uh, some of the guys that are young stars in the league, he's called before other people have called. Um, he missed on Luca. Said he was slower than rush hour traffic. But I, I would tell you that his concerns, by many people's uh, assumption, were valid. You know, it's hard to balance out what you see on a videotape or knowing, especially if you played in Europe. Like if you played in Europe and I played at a very high level, there are certain guys like, man, this guy's awesome. And then you see him on an NBA court. You're like, wow, he's terrible. Why is that? It's a, like a different game, just different. And so you wonder about the assimilation from one game to that. It happens to college football, to NFL football, college basketball, to NBA basketball, Jimmer Fredette, right? Jimmer Fredette was an unstoppable scoring machine in college. Couldn't play in the NBA. Couldn't guard anybody needed a volume of shots, wasn't a shot creator, but, and look, now in China, he's putting up huge numbers. So, I just, I, I'm not, it's easy to kill people if they're not prepared. Right? There's a, I'll say who it is, like, look, when Przingis was drafted, Stephen A. Smith went after the New York Knicks. He did. And the mistake isn't that he questioned Przingis. That's okay. You can question a seven foot three European that you haven't seen play in person. You know that have been many of there have been many snake oils sold by snake oil salesmen over the years. My issue with Stephen A. Smith is I don't believe he actually did the work to know if he had or had talked to enough people because everyone I talked to was like, yeah, the Przingis kid can really play, and if you want to go see him, he's working out in New York, and at the time. I mean, Stephen A. lived in New York. Wasn't that hard, right? Like when you're a big name in this industry, 
or even if you're a middle-sized name, you're, you know, you can pick up the phone and call people and they will almost always call you back. And when they call you back, when it's just you and you're not doing an article, you just want to know, they'll tell you everything you want to know. Everything. Especially about a guy they're not drafting. And had he talked to people, they would have said like, yeah, I think Porzingis is really good. And if they would have talked to people, I think that the concerns about Luca would have been like, yeah, he's not crazy explosive, but he is really big and he knows how to use his body. Incredible basketball IQ, incredible skill level. All right. Uh, I, I mean, look, Charles Barkley had fun with the nickname playoff P, but this Paul George thing in the last 15 games, five games of less than 20 points, eight games of less than 40% field goal shooting. And he's shooting 31% from three point range. The last three years in the playoffs playoff. Paul George is the most ironic nickname in basketball right now, because it's the playoffs where he has not been playing like the image of Paul George. And look, we can get to, you know, the other issues the Clippers have franchise hasn't been past the second round. You know, you hear so many glowing remarks about Lou Williams, then you start to realize Lou Williams has never been on a really a winning, winning team. You know, there's lots of things that we can, we can poke holes in, but I also think it's, it's very easy. If you're, if you're lusted upon the way Paul George was lusted upon by the Lakers, by the Clippers, by so many, and you can't make a shot. And it's in the playoffs, and here we are again. You can't make a shot. At some point, it becomes a you problem. Take a listen to Paul George after the game yesterday. There's no challenge as far as, you know, if I make shots, this this series could be a little different. And that's the obvious, of course. You know, that's what it just comes down to. But give them credit. They're playing well. They're defending. They're shooting the ball. Luka's playing phenomenal. You got to give credit where credit's due. But... To be honest, in hindsight, if I shoot the ball better, um, this series would be a lot different. Yeah. This this isn't like a one test. It's not like it just started, just happened. Like, yeah, if I shoot the ball better, I'd, you know, I had I had an off night. Like, no, dude, you haven't been shooting the ball well. Now you're putting ice on your shoulder as if, like, you know, you're doing the, that's the LeBron thing. Remember LeBron put the ice on his, he put on the sling on his wrist after they end up losing in the NBA Finals? Oh, no, now now I'm really hurt. Yeah, that's not really how it goes. Now he's doing the ice on his shoulder. So, um, I like Paul George. I like Paul George's game. I would tell you that one of the things that made Paul George, and this is a big thing, one of the things that made Paul George great was you could, when he was the best player, you could move him around to find a mismatch for him. And oftentimes that mismatch was a big guy guarding him. And those mismatches uh, don't occur nearly as much because their go-to guy is Kawhi. And then, you know, Kawhi will pass off penetration. And Kawhi is also like a... You got a bunch of converted power forwards. Paul George was a four in growing up and he became a two-three. Kawhi Leonard was a four-five growing up. 
and he's become a dynamic player. So some of it is getting caught in the shadows of Kawhi. Some of it is they're not really running as much stuff for him, and he's become catch-and-shoot guy. And just because you're a very good shooter does not mean you're a very good shooter off of somebody else creating a shot. That's not Those, not, those, those two things can be separate and distinct. But if he's supposed to be your number two player, your number two go-to guy, there just has to be a better level of efficiency. End of story. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Okay, is it too soon or inappropriate to say that Kobe Bryant Boulevard, there has to be a no passing? You cannot be, there's no passing in the Kobe Bryant. Right? What do you think, Byer? Too much? Too soon? Maybe, maybe, but still yeah, funny. Maybe. Still funny, right? Still funny and not really, not inappropriate. Sure. In, in like, I, I think Kobe would have laughed. I think Kobe would have laughed too. Like, yeah. You know him a lot better than I, I, did, I definitely think know? Kobe would have laughed. That's part of the thing is like, th- this is kind of part of my thing with the, um, with the Luka Doncic thing. Like, I just don't think guys are, are offended. They're just not. They're absolutely not. Did, did you guys, look, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I'm missed. And, and this is what happens when I retweet an article is, is people really like, really like to think that you agree with every word of the article. I read this from Whitlock, Jason Whitlock wrote an article. Uh, he called it the thrill of by vanilla. It was pretty good. He was very proud of his vanilla nice nickname for Luka Doncic. Vanilla nice. But but this is this was good. T- take a listen to this, and you tell me if you agree or disagree. Let's just discuss it, okay? J- Jason Whitlock, forty-eight hours after spraining his ankle and exiting Game Three, two days after Clippers forward Montrezl Harrell called him a b ass white boy, on a day in which fellow star Kristaps Porzingis had a sore knee, Vanilla Nice bust the bubble with forty-three, seventeen, eleven. Right. Um. He goes on, and this was, I thought, the money part of it, where he said, uh, over the last five years, black professional athletes and their media sycophants have interpreted every conflict between black and white people through a lens of racism. Except when the bad actor is black, Montrez gets the benefit of the black media privilege. The privilege has been around forever. 42 years ago, Kermit Washington punched Kevin Cunnert. Uh, while Kareem Abdul-Jabbar held Cunnert's arms, Washington then turned and nearly killed Rudy Tomjanovich with a punch. Washington was black, Cunnert and Tomjanovich are white. The media did not accuse Washington of racism. Boston Globe columnist Bob Bryan wrote a sympathetic piece about Washington and the Celtics traded for Washington. After a 26-game suspension, Washington resumed his NBA career. When a black person, when a white person does something rude, unprofessional, or criminal towards a black person, the mainstream media explain it as racism. It's an indication of our high regard black people and the media have for white people. They're incapable of incompetence. Their bad acts are intentional and a byproduct of racism. See, I, I actually, I agree and disagree at the same time. I get to what he's saying, which is, if we're going to be consistent, let's be consistent. My point has been, I don't think that all of these things are racist. I just don't. You can be a jerk and happen to do something that a jerk does to a black person, but not do it because he's black. I have no idea what led to the shooting in Kenosha, uh, Wisconsin. It's terrible. There's no way you can explain to me 
how a guy is walking to a car. There are three cops. And if you want to take the guy down, just tackle him and cuff him and stuff him and be done with it. I don't I don't understand it. All right now, it's also completely fair to say, hey, dude, you're not black. You don't understand. We've been harassed by police for years that that I haven't experienced. I, I've had enough people tell me that they have been. To go like, I, I get it, dude. I, I get it. I, I don't, I haven't personally, I've experienced bad cops and jerk cops and guys that are just complete, you know, you know, the words that I could use, I won't use. Maybe they're on a power trip. I don't know, but never to the point where I felt in danger. Um, but I don't know if what happened in Kenosha happened because the guy who's walking around his car with kids in the car was black or just because he was disobeying and it was, and the cops are idiots. I don't know. And on a much less, um, much less, uh, it's not even like, I don't even think there's any sort. It's not a, that's not even really a polarizing topic, right? But on a much less polarizing topic, the words we say and the way in which we say them, I think that's the biggest issue a lot of people have that I have. Like I can misspeak or I can say something which you could take as racially insensitive, but that doesn't mean that I'm a racist. That just means I said something stupid. But a white person doesn't get the benefit of the doubt for, hey, I just said something stupid. I'm not a racist. I just was either trying to be funny or trying to be clever or trying to relate, or maybe I just I'm stupid. And I, or I'm a guy. I said, did something stupid. Whereas, you know, Montrez Harrell, I, I don't even think what he said was stupid. I just thought it was basketball. I have no, I have zero problem with it. Right. I mean, like, look, it became, I don't know if you saw it. Did you guys see Seth Curry after the game? Did you hear his quote? They're asking about Luca, and he's like, that's a badass white boy, right? That's like, that's okay. That's the ultimate sign of respect. That's what, th this is the truth about basketball, okay? And I've told my son this. I tell my friends this. If you can't be comfortable in a room or on a court or in a locker room with black people, then you just don't play basketball. Don't do it. Because at a high level, whatever percentage, there's going to be a, a decent level of percentage of black people. And if you don't respect somebody, they'll see through it and it will not be good. So I, I, I don't know anybody who survives in basketball and thrives if they have some, uh, some sort of racist tendencies or whatever. Now, do I think that there are black guys that have been treated poorly by people or have had a tough go of it, and some of it they take out on white guys, even their teammates or their coaches? Yes, I do. And I think there's a kind of a, a responsibility towards understanding some of that, at least when you're they're your teammate. And it could be there can be uncomfortable moments. But if you're going to be a white basketball player, the other thing you have to know is that dudes are going to come after you. They're going to try and intimidate you. And some of that is that feeling... Um, that I, I think is, is one of the things that's pervaded by whether it's our laws, our TV shows, or our police officers that somehow, you know, like you're like scared of a black guy. Like, look, they're going to, dudes are going to come at you, talk trash to you, try and intimidate you. And if you're scared, white, black, or otherwise, if you're scared, 
or if a little trash talk bothers you, you ain't going to be able to play. <clears throat> now, Montrez Harrell learned a very valuable lesson. Want to know what that lesson is? Ramos, do you know what the lesson is? I don't, but it's, it's not You be better good. be careful who you talk ish to. <laughs> That's probably right. Because they may drop 43 on your head, and you may have a negative 15 plus minus rating, and everyone's going to laugh at you because you were the one talking trash. You, you're the guy who was at the zoo, and you're like, hey, guys, check it out. Let me rattle the cage of the tiger. Then all of a sudden you're missing a limb and your boys are like, might not have wanted to rattle the cage of a caged animal, right? Like you might not want to rattle the cage of the, or poke the bear is the expression. It's a valuable lesson, but I just, I don't know. Maybe it's, I'm a sports guy and we're raised different. Maybe it's that I've always seen myself as comfortable around black people and my friends, we they talk trash to me. I talk trash to them. And if even if you step over line, you're like, yo, yo, like, oh, my bad. Too much. I got you. Right? Like, that's. And I think the same is true even with the Kobe Bryant line. Like, I, I know there are there are boundaries. There are things you can't say. But saying that Kobe Bryant Boulevard, which was just named today, is a no passing lane. Everybody's like, all right, I get it. I get it. I mean, the dude was, what, 9 of 27 or something or 6 of 27 or something when they beat the Celtics in Game 7 for his last NBA title? Kobe's going to get him up. Kobe's going to get him up. Uh, all right, coming up next. I love this story. Apparently, Cam Newton's good at football. So says a report. We discuss next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporting handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of BF Goodrich tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I wanted to read you this real quick before we get to what the Fox said. Word is that if you want to beat uh, Newton to Gillette Stadium, you have to arrive well before the sun rises. Such a motivated approach, coupled with the well-advertised energy he brings to the field, have created a spark inside team headquarters and positioned him as a leader. He has the juice every day. Patriots third-year cornerback J.C. Jackson. That's what we need. Every day he comes in with a lot of, a lot of juice, gets guys going. Third-year tight end Ryan Izzo added. Last year, last week there was, yeah, look, Hoyer has complete control of the offense. Stidham looks shaky. Cam looks a little lost. Now it's like, man, the energy, which is great. He wants to be there. He wants to be great. None of this was questioned with, with Cam Newton. No one questioned his energy. No one questioned that within the locker room, those guys, the young guys grew up watching him play in college and in the pros. The older guys respect him because he's gotten some stuff done. Oh, the energy. Now, the questions about Cam Newton are his health. Can he stay healthy? Can he be accurate? Can he figure out the offense? Let's get to what the Fox said. And now. (laughs) What does the Fox say? I mean, it's like, you know, guys have questions about people. No one ever questioned whether or not Luca could shoot. Could he get by people? Could he get shots off? No one ever questioned could he pass? But could he create help? You know, you got to be able to finish and score on your own. Otherwise, they'll play you to pass and you drive in. Uh, this was earlier today. Colin Cowherd talking about the 76ers being eliminated from the playoffs. Did Brett Brown, let me ask you, did he trade away every shooter on the roster? Did Brett Brown demand they move up to get Markel Fultz? Did Brett Brown say, you know what I think we should do? Pay Tobias Harris, a B player, $180 million. Did Brett Brown in a shooter's league said, you know what, we need more size, Al Horford. What do you do with Ben Simmons? He can't shoot. 
Doesn't appear to be interested. Maybe you could bench him. Good luck in the NBA doing that. Stars run this league, and they always have. It's not a coach's league. That's college basketball. That's the NFL. Baseball's a GM sport. Hockey's a goalie sport. NBA's a star-driven league. Mike D'Antoni is told when James Harden will be at practice. Last year, you all told me Billy Donovan was a bum. Maybe it was Westbrook. Kyrie Irving said the world is flat. Last year, the Celtics struggled. The immediate reaction from the NBA media, Brad Stevens can't coach stars. It's, listen, he makes a great point. I, I would just say this. I don't think Brett Brown is solely responsible for the downfall of the 76ers, but he didn't help himself. And enough guys have said, you know, he just doesn't hold people accountable. To me, when you say you don't hold people accountable, that's coaching. That's coaching. And maybe those guys don't want to be coached, but that wasn't what you heard. That wasn't the feedback that you heard from, uh, from why, he was, why he's going to be fired. It wasn't that, well, he he tried to do what, um, what's his name in uh, Chicago, Jim uh, Boylan, right? Like Jim Boylan's the other side. Like he tried, he just overcoached, he wore guys out, down 20 minute to go, call a timeout to make a point. Like, come on, man, nobody came to see you. There's there's a balance there. But I I, I do think we can point out that Brett Brown was hired for a different job. He was hired for the worst team in the NBA to just be a developmental coach. And now it became, hey, you got to win in the playoffs. That it clearly wasn't what he was equipped to do. A different level of coaching, different type of acumen, different level of swag. And one of the things you need to win and compete for a championship is having won or competed for a championship previously on your own. And he has not. He's part of the Spurs, and they had, but he had not. That's the part. But a flawed roster nonetheless, and that'll also get you fired. That'll that'll do it as well. Thunder taking on the Rockets. Uh, It is 43-40 Houston. As uh, Houston leads the series two games to one, Chris Paul drives into his right because he always goes right, lays the ball in. It's 43-42 with 10 minutes and change to go in the second quarter. Yikes. That is some offensive basketball, huh? Crazy offense, but now 46-42. Yes, uh, Ryan Music. So if you're the Sixers, are you just simply going to chalk it up to a coaching change, or do you think they're starting to quietly look behind the scenes at some type of roster shakeup? I think uh, I think either, both, neither, whatever. I, th- I think it's all, all options are on the table? Yeah, I think they're pretty embarrassed by how it went down. Yeah, I mean, the interesting thing about the Sixers is they have been constantly changing the roster other than basically Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid at this point. Yes. It, it's that unfortunate, unwilling to accept what the real issue might be. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what you do, though, right? You you, you rearrange the deck chairs on the Titanic. This is NBA 101. They already fired the GM twice. Now they're firing the coach, and they'll, they'll either do the players right away or they eventually will do the, the – maybe they do the players at the same time. But that this is this is not actually new. For what happens, you know, what happens in the NBA, by my estimation, not not new, even a little bit. It is par for the course, as I like to say. So, all right, coming up next hour, we got some good stuff for you. Um, 
I think we're falling into a trap. I'll tell you what that trap is. As Luca was amazing yesterday and an ABC TV game with a bunch of storylines. But we're doing this thing where we want to be the guy or girl to call it. I was the first one to call it. And the flaw to that. I'll share with you next. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote getting ready to take on spring Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 